de nuevo to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Edwin Porras, Doctor of Physical Therapy, Medical Analyst at FantasyPoints.com. Gracias por venir otra vez. We're going to talk about running backs today. Antonio Gibson, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey. Then we're going to touch on Mike Evans. So join me on this special edition of the Playoff Outlook Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. Let's start in a place where everybody's wondering. I'm getting a lot of questions about, a lot of concerns. It's already been established that Antonio Gibson probably will not play this week. He's had two back-to-back did-not practices, and I went back and forth on how to go about discussing this. And really, the best medium that I communicate with is writing. Talking is okay, but when I could sit down, collect my thoughts, and write down a cohesive and articulate piece of communication that I think is the most understandable, digestible, I definitely think of my writing. It's not to say I'm a great writer, but when I get all my thoughts down on a piece of paper, or I guess in these days, um, as the as the Zoomers would call it, a Word document, I think that it explains things a lot better. So here is a sneak peek. I will read one paragraph that I wrote on Antonio Gibson in the early edition of the injury preview that is over at fantasypoints.com to get the entire article. Go to fantasypoints.com, subscribe there, super low discounts. I don't get anything for telling you that. I just think it's a great site. So nevertheless, I don't do this often, but I will for the playoffs read this entire paragraph that the premium subscribers will be reading. You get it for free. So things don't look good for this waiver wire wonder. As Ron Rivera was quoted saying the following. It is concerning, and we'll see how it plays out the next two days. We're hoping for the best. It's never good when coaches sound that down on a player's status. Don't expect Gibson this week. As for his long-term outlook for the playoffs, nothing is set in stone, but this doesn't seem good. For starters, it's actually a recurrence, as he was on the injury report in week six with a toe injury. Exacerbations can be rough on players, and the medical staff may tend to be more conservative than when they initially let the player gut through the pain. That's my speculation. Now, here are the hard numbers. The median return to play time for NFL players, despite the wide standard deviation, is 28 days. The four fantasy-relevant players who've already suffered toe injuries, which are Randall Cobb, Zach Moss, Philip Lindsay, Steven Sims Jr., they all miss 21, 29, 34, and 49 days, respectively. The knockout blow on this range of outcomes is that the typical grade 2 turf toe injury lasts about a month. As I mentioned in the injury roundup, his teammate, Steven Sims Jr., actually tried playing through his turf toe before being shut down for nearly two calendar months. This doesn't look good for Gibson. And if you're really hurting for roster spots, it's risk, but you can drop him. The chances of him returning for the fantasy playoffs as it stands now is less than 25%. Now, that last number, that 25%, that's less of a hard number, more of my arbitrary thoughts. I don't think the odds are in Antonio Gibson's favor to return. I don't think that he comes back this year for the fantasy playoffs. Now, I haven't examined him. I don't have inside information, anything like that. I don't actually know. This is just something that seems to be severe. And considering it's an exacerbation, like I mentioned in the article, I just wouldn't plan on having Antonio Gibson. And if you need to, if you're in a pinch, if you're really, really needing to do it, you can drop him. I'm not recommending you just go out and drop him if it's something that you can hold off from because things do change. But if you need the space, I get it. I've been there. Can Christian McCaffrey catch a break? I mean, really, the ankle. 
then the shoulder, now the thigh or the quad. I mean, the dude has had the worst time with injuries. Now, that's just a matter of the 2.3% injury-free games that happen every week in the NFL. Only 2.3% of games are injury-free in the NFL. So, Christian McCaffrey's feeling it, unfortunately. Now, is this a product of his spiked altered workloads for 2020, going from playing full force to getting hurt sitting out, you know, six weeks, coming back, getting hurt again after being full force, and then coming back, trying to come full force again for the third time? Probably. There's probably something to that. But the bottom line is this sounds like a strain. This sounds like something that is a soft tissue strain. Now, soft tissues, strains, I know it's, it sounds scary, but soft tissue injuries in general when it comes to quads, aren't as severe as hamstrings. In fact, there's some literature showing that players only miss about two games. And that's similar. So here, let's start here, actually. Let's start, I buried the lead. At D. Newton, ESPN, David Newton, tweeted a quote from Coach Matt Rule of the Carolina Panthers. He said, "Christian of Christian McCaffrey, at this point, I don't expect him to play, period. I mean, that's all you need to hear. Christian McCaffrey's not going to be out there this week. Now, Let's try to fast forward, project for the playoffs, and will Christian McCaffrey be there for you after week 14? I mean, the bottom line is if you got here without him, you probably don't really need him at this point, but maybe you filled his his position spot there with Antonio Gibson, and you are struggling, and you want to know what's going on with Christian McCaffrey. So here's some data I pulled from 2017 to 2019 from the official NFL injury reports of the skill players who are on this report. There were 90 instances in which there were quadricep injuries, quadriceps, quadricep, isolated injuries. I didn't count anything that was quadricep hip, quadricep knee, anything like that, just quadricep injuries. These are all skilled players from 2017 to 2019. 67% of players missed zero or one games. 54% of players missed zero games. And 15% of players missed more than two games. So again, basically what you have is two-thirds of the players that will only miss about one game in this sample from 2017 to 2019. Now, here is the catch. When you look at the NFC South, where the Panthers play, they're 4-8, they're and eight, the Falcons are 4-8, and eight, the Bucks are 7-5, and five, the Saints are 10-2. and two. People are concerned that Christian McCaffrey is going to get shut down. Will he get shut down? There's a chance. Is he pushing to play? Probably. Does Matt Rule really have anything to gain by putting him back out there? Probably not. But here's the thing. You don't just shut players down in scenarios where they don't have a severe injury. Well, I guess you can, and it's happened before. But what I'm trying to say is that my gut feeling here is that they won't shut him down. Otherwise, they would have done that by now. Okay, so here's the other catch. If you see that he doesn't play this week, which he won't, and then they don't put him on the IR a week from now, or I guess a week from from last Wednesday, from, from Wednesday, then it's probably safe to assume they're not going to shut him down. If next Wednesday he's practicing in a limited capacity, you can at least take a sigh of relief that they're probably not going to shut him down. So all that is to say, you might have Christian McCaffrey for the playoffs. Hopefully you have Mike Davis or somebody to fill in until then. But man, 
you just want this guy to get healthy. The number one overall consensus pick in drafts this year, I mean, he's hardly played. So he's just a good athlete. He's a good football player. You really wish he was out there. Um, so we wish Christian McCaffrey the best. I also wanted to give a bit of injury analysis on Jason NFL from the FF Ballers. By the way, congratulations to the FF Ballers for their thousandth episode. That's an impressive feat. Nothing to sneeze at, nothing to scoff at, nothing to uh, poo-poo, as Matthew Berry would say. So, um, unfortunately for for at Jason NFL, I'm sorry, and at Jason NFFL, according to Mike Wright, you know, his buddy, at FF Hitman on Twitter, he lost consciousness. You see him immediately fall to the decerebrate positioning, which is really bad. You don't like to see decerebrate or decorticate really positioning when a player like uh, Jason loses consciousness. Uh, unsure of his previous history with um, this loss of consciousness injury that he seems to have picked up reading the Christian McCaffrey news. Um, he hit the ground. It seemed like a pretty controlled environment around him, but overall, you know, Given the work ethic, dedication, you should he should see him. You should see him back on fields uh, this week, back on tablets and computers and phones, setting lineups and such, giving rankings. But you know, nonetheless, you prayers up, thoughts and prayers for uh, at Jason and FFL uh, from the FF Ballers because you know it's it's tough out there. And when you have a player of that stat that stature, when somebody that's as important to lineup setting as as Jason is, and you really worry for them, so. The hope is he can heal up and get back on the uh, back on the internets this week. So Zeke, Zeke, who has not been eating this year, unfortunately, because that offense is just not getting in general. But Zeke has a calf injury. And this morning, I tweeted out at FB Injury Doc. Zeke's calf average return overall was 17 days for grade one strains. Standard deviation is wide. Of course, I am talking about the study conducted by Warner and colleagues they looked at acute gastroxoleus complex injuries in National Football League athletes. That's basically just looking at the, the calf. Here's what they found. The mean time to return to play for all 27 players was 17 days, plus or minus 14 days. So essentially, it seems to be about a two-week injury. So we were settled on that. It seemed like he wasn't going to play. I was a little concerned. And then, plot twist, Michael Gelkin, who covers the Cowboys, he is at Gelkin NFL, reporter for the Dallas Cowboys. He said in his tweet, quote, Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott said he doesn't remember when he injured the calf on Tuesday versus the Ravens. Not a strain. It's more of a contusion. Large bruise. Anticipates being sore, but I don't think it should limit me much at all. I'm tough, unquote. So when Zeke says it's more of a contusion, large bruise, that's interesting. So let's take the idea that we believe Zeke. Not doesn't, you know, it's difficult to believe players and coaches and things that players say. But if he's saying it's a bruise and it's a legitimate bruise, then he should be back. There's no reason for him to miss. A strain is going to be much more problematic for a player to come back from than a bruise. Will a bruise be painful, a little sore? Yeah. But it's something he can get over and something that should actually be better by the time Sunday rolls around. So... I think Zeke plays. If we take his word for it, we're going to believe that it's a bruise and not a strain. A strain would be worse than what a bruise would be, obviously, which like we've established. So I don't think you need to fire up the Tony Pollard yet. It's not quite time. So just be aware on Ezekiel Elliott that he is likely, as of now, if we believe his report, going to be active. 
Last non-running back I want to talk about was Mike Evans. Mike Evans was downgraded today with a hamstring injury. This is not good. Mike Evans is 27 years old, and the average age of players who get hamstring strains is, of course, 26. And he has a history, a recent history, which is another risk factor for future hamstring injuries. This is not good. We've seen it play out with Julio, who tried to play through a hamstring injury before. He sat out. Julio seems to be doing fine now, but he still hasn't practiced. He's playing through it. This is just not a good thing as you you head into the playoffs with Mike Evans. Now, it's not guaranteed that he's even going to play yet. Um, They haven't said he's going to sit, but you'll have to watch his Friday practice report to see what's going on. The last time that Mike Evans tried to play through a hamstring injury was, of course, in week one, September 13th. He had four targets, one reception, two yards. And, of course, because when things like that happened, he actually scored a touchdown. So, Mike Evans, he's going to be extremely volatile. He's at a high risk for sitting. He's at a high risk to start, especially if you're in cash games. He's not somebody that I'm trusting. The only way that I would trust Evans is if all of a sudden he comes back tomorrow and he's a full participant. Even then, I still wouldn't trust him in cash games. If you're in season long, you probably have to roll with him at this point. But that's the skinny on Mike Evans. I don't trust him this week. I don't think this is a good thing. Uh, I think that this is around the time last year that he he actually was going to sit out the rest of the... I actually think it was week 14, if I'm not mistaken, where he actually... Um, had the major hamstring injury that caused him to miss the last few games. So I am not confident in Mike Evans, but that's it. I've been doing a really bad job this season at giving links to sources that I'm citing and talking about. I talk about them a lot. I mention the author's name sometimes, but I don't include the links in the notes. I'll make sure to do that tonight. You'll be able to find all of those articles in the show notes. Thank you again. If you're listening, you're probably in the playoffs You've probably listened to most of the season. The downloads are popping off. I really appreciate it. Didn't expect to get as much love as I have. Um, thanks once again. You probably already follow me on Twitter at FBInjuryDoc, but if you don't, go find me. So this has been the playoff edition of the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. Good luck this week in the playoffs. Saludos.